0: you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life. Body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello and welcome back to The Princess and the Bee.
1: As always, give yourself a hot dose of gratitude for choosing content that uplifts, that inspires, that radiates joy, positivity, and productive tools that will help you take your laugh to the next level because that is a choice and the fact that you made that choice deserves to be celebrated which is why I am going to reward you with a productivity hack. I'm not really crazy about the word hacks because I'm like it's it's it takes a long time to learn how to hack. Like, hackers really spend some time and effort on learning how to hack. Like, it's a tip, um, a tool. I like tool, like, because we can use tools all day long. And the, if you have better tools, like, I learned um, from my husband that having a really sharp knife is actually a benefit. Like, it's a better tool than having a dull knife. Because I, grew up with a mom who did not cook at all and the tools that we had for cutting things are apparently all the wrong knots types of knives like they're the serrated knives with all the grooves in it that you normally like cut a piece of steak with well those are what I learned how to like cut up vegetables and all that stuff with and apparently, Spike was like, none of your mom's knives are sharp. What is up with that? And it's because she has dull tools and she has old tools because she doesn't cook. Spike cooks all the time. So he has really awesome, amazing tools. And so it's best to learn new tools and to trade out your old tools or sharpen up those old tools in order to have it be something that is really effective. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to dive into a productivity tool that I use that has been such a game changer for me. And it's going to blow your mind. It's an epic, epic tool called a sticker. (laughs) Seriously, it is, (laughs) it's in NLP, it's called anchors. So we have anchors for everything, basically. We wake up and our alarm is an anchor that tells us how to, if we, 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 if we, I suddenly went into like, Bugs Bunny there, like ad, 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 that's all folks or Elmer or one of those Looney Tunes. But if we if we have an alarm and we wake up to that alarm every single morning and we wake up with a certain feeling of, oh, crap, just, oh, it's so early. And that's our feeling we have anchored in and programmed in that feeling to our alarm and to waking up in the morning. Not always the best feeling to anchor in for first thing in the day. But we have anchors all around us. Some like many of you who either used to commute to your work, if you're working from home, and are experiencing the glorious joy of working from home, um, which I love. I wouldn't trade that for the world. Like I've sat in traffic a few times driving back from Santa Barbara to Los Angeles, and. Being in two hours of rush hour traffic, I'm like, how do people do this every day? I just don't know how. Um, but I do have clients who have done the the commuting to their workplace, and when their butt hits the seat, it's suddenly this like, Ugh. okay, get ready for the traffic because that's the big conversation in Los Angeles. So right now there's not a lot of traffic happening with the quarantines going on. Um, But we have anchors. We have these, these triggers all around us. And they're unconscious for the most part. And this is why when you start to become conscious or you program conscious anchors or triggers into your workspace, it can give you a fresh perspective And a reminder of what it is that you are actually here to do. What it is that you are actually here to create. What it is that you're working on. What it is that inspires you. Um, So for example, why I said stickers was because I have, well, I have a giant crown yourself glitter decal that all of my team wants (laughs) on my computer um, that I created. Um, But I also have, I have three stickers on my uh, on my laptop, which is my virtual workstation, which is th- like the laptop is the office. If I have a computer and access to Wi-Fi, I am good to go. So I have three stickers and they're very strategically placed in my in certain places for my lead representational system. So if you work with me privately, I go into the difference between your primary representational system, which is how you experience the world through your five senses, and then how you experience the world through your lead representational system. Um, And... The lead representational system, when I can study your eye patterns, which I do with my private clients, and I look at them really creepily and I ask them a bunch of silly questions, but it's able for me to get a baseline and read them um, so that I can tell when they are about to be on the verge of a breakthrough based on their eye patterns, which is really cool. Um, But knowing that... I also know that where their visual recall uh, is, and for most of us, our visual recall for about 80% of the population, our visual recall is in our upper left-hand corner. So, and I I don't think it's any surprise that in web design, if you've ever designed any websites or if you've ever taken any marketing on on web design, the upper left-hand corner is the premier real estate for logos why because it's exactly where our visual recall is and it's it triggers that part of our brain to see that and then there's a certain pattern that our eyes follow for websites um but the normally for 80 percent of the population our visual recall is in our upper left hand corner so in our upper in my upper left hand corner there is a sticker that says fear is boring and there have been other forms of affirmations and other things that I've had. Um, I had, I think I had for a while. My success is inevitable in that corner. Um, and it's just a sticker of a label maker. Like, I love my label maker. Do not like, I love my label maker. I miss it. It's back at home in Los Angeles while I'm on the Gold Coast, but I don't really need it much here because I already have my anchors. I already have my my triggers on my computer screen. So the upper left-hand corner, I have fear is boring. On the bottom, like right below where the Mac logo really is, um, I have I am a warrior for possibility and man, ooh, sometimes there was a a thing that I had to do um, that was a challenge for me and i remember i forget what the thing was but i do remember standing in my kitchen and i was look i was like not wanting to do this thing i re- like i was not wanting, like the love for doing that thing was not there it was something that definitely scared me it was something that um I, it just bothered me to my core and I saw the sticker that I'm a warrior for possibility, and I knew that that was a thing that I was battling because I was battling a belief. Uh, and I looked at that sticker and I said, "Fuck," <laughs> basically. And I just, I just said. Oh, As soon as I saw the sticker, I got reminded of who the F I was and I needed to sit my butt down and I took care of it and I handled it like a queen. Like I really, 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 really wanted to procrastinate and ignore it and escape it and pop my head in the sand and pretend like it didn't exist. But that was something that I needed to deal with and it bothered me and I did it and I felt so much better. And I know that it was because I had my trigger on my computer, had I not had that, I would I, I, I may have I may have ignored it. I may have procrastinated I can't go back in, in time and <laughs> let you know if in an alternate universe would but that would that's what I would assume I would probably have done if I didn't have that trigger and I had that trigger. it reminded me of who I was and I suddenly got down to business and took care of it. Um, And then in my upper right-hand corner, this is a new trigger that I have for finishing my book. Um, I don't believe that anything happens on accident. And I was working with my coach. And when we were working together, I was saying, I don't know what is the problem with me Getting this freaking mindful meals, how to dethrone food fears and reign in a body that rules out into the world. It has been the project that has been kind of this like ever going ongoing thing that's just been kind of nagging in the back of my consciousness and I'm 80% done with it and it's the, the last 20% and I freaking hit my marathon wall with it and I was working through my with my coach with it and that was... A moment where suddenly my coach says to me, "Kim, I have to let you know something." And I said, "What?" She said, "Generally, I don't share personal information like this with clients." And every coach has their different style. Some coaches share more personal information as a as a tool or as a metaphor. Um, others don't. Um, but the thing was was that my coach said, "I'm going to share this with you." She said, "My my daughter just came out to me." and let me know that she's been throwing up her food. And I was like, it took me aback like crazy. And she said, as a coach, she's worked with many people go- to work through this stuff. But as a mother, as a mom, and I can speak the- <laughs> from experience with this, is when your kid has something that they're going through, there is an- a guilt a shame, a feeling of what did I do wrong? How did I, how did I, how did this happen? How did I cause this? Especially if for my, for my mamas, um, who are queens of ownership like me, like we will take ownership for things that may not necessarily be something that is even our fault, but we'll take ownership for it or we'll question it or we'll, cause we'll take that good hard look in the mirror And sometimes that good hard look is really hard and you can't be objective from that perspective. And my coach said to me, she said, I want to let you know you got another pre-sale for your book because your book and your message, having been through what you've been through, will serve my daughter. And she said that because you can speak to it from a perspective where you've been through it and you know the thought process. And I was obviously sobbing <laughs> like crazy on my call with her. And I just was so grateful for that moment and for that experience. And it reignited this fire that, oh my gosh, this information that I've learned is not out there widely available to everyone. Like there are people out there who need this message of how I reprogrammed 10 years of, of an eating disorder and how I did it without any psychological or medical intervention and how I got to the place where I now love my body. I love it and I love it and I nurture her and I take care of her and she does eat ice cream from time to time. Like I definitely have been enjoying some quarantine, non-dairy, vegan ice cream that has been delicious. So, like, I, so delicious lives up to their name. I am just saying that brand. I am not promoted by them. I am not sponsored by them. But that brand lives up to its name. Some of their ice creams are so delicious, um, but I am able to enjoy that without feeling guilt or shame or wonkiness around it. And I am, it, it doesn't have any power over me. I am able to enjoy it and then let it go. And i I am seeing, like, my coach saying that to me made me realize that, yeah. Had I had this book in my hands 15 years ago, oh my gosh, it would have it would have saved me a lot of pain. And so I asked my coach, I said, what's your daughter's name? And she told me her name. And so I have my coach's daughter's name up in my top right-hand corner so that every time I open my computer, I know I need to get my ass up, write that freaking book, finish it. And I am proud to say that it is coming out this summer. Um, hands down, this summer, it's happening because of my coach's daughter. And her name is up in my top right corner as my with my label maker. <laughs> my, my label maker sticker and it's there and I know that that's that's who I'm doing it for. And I'm doing it obviously for for all the people that it can benefit at the same time more often than not when you can boil it whatever it is that you are going after to a specific person a specific person. Like people in general may actually not motivate you as much as one or two specific people that just, you know that you can serve them beyond anybody else. And you know that it's almost like your royal right and your duty to serve them. And that's why you are here on this planet. And when you know those one or two people, or maybe even a handful of people, depending upon what it is, but it, it's 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 not many. It's it's the one or the two or the three people that you that you specifically can touch beyond anybody else. And that's that's who I have up in my top right hand corner. For because this book is freaking finishing. Like it's done. Like it is already done. As soon as my coach told me that, I was like, there is no way that this book is not getting done this year. That is not getting out into the world. That it is going out there in all its beautiful imperfection. Because that's the thing. That that's what's been holding me back. So, and that's a totally different topic for a totally different podcast episode. But that's, The thing with having these triggers around you that you consciously place. I also have my fourth and last uh, big sticker that I see within my awareness every single day is for Christmas. My cousin made these little decky decals. And so my son is on a decal (laughs) picture. Uh, and he is on my computer i did spill a little bit of coffee on his <laughs> picture so um, there's a little bit of discoloration in his uh, in his face but it's okay because he has what we call angel kisses so he has all these beautiful little like angel kisses uh, beauty marks all over him so he's just he's just a, a gorgeous little dalmatian so i i see that and i'm like oh it's okay it's not it's, it's perfect exactly as it is, and it reminds me that I should probably drink my coffee a little farther away from my computer. Um, but that those little triggers are super powerful for us to know and remind ourselves when we need reminding. Like, I don't have a lot of junk cluttering up my workspace. I believe that your workspace does reflect what's going on in your mind, and if you have, like, 10,000 folders up on your desktop and it's it like it's that shows where your mind is um and that shows a very cluttered workspace and lack of clarity on the priorities and that uh that in itself is a trigger it's an anchor for overwhelm well you can reverse anchor that By just putting up different triggers, by either cleaning out your workspace and saying, okay, this is all in my to organize file or to complete file. Um, But you can have different triggers for around your space. If you have, like for me, when I was struggling with bulimia and body image issues, I wrote on my mirror in an expo like whiteboard marker because you can can write on your mirror and don't do it with Sharpie, but you can do it with an expo mirror. And I, I wrote beautiful. And I just like because I had such a love-hate relationship with the mirror for so long because I would feel so judged by the person look at, looking back at me that instead I wrote beautiful or I would write affirmations on my mirror so that I would see that first thing and even when my brain when my brain was going through the stage of unconscious competence where i knew that i needed to change but i didn't really know how to change i would see that trigger and it would remind me to be and it would i would automatically jump into the conscious competent stage of learning where suddenly i would be reminded of what it was that i needed to remember about myself what it was that i needed to remember and remind myself um, and those, that, that is the reason why is because we have to honor the four learning stages. And I did a whole podcast on the four learning stages, um, that you can go back and listen to, but we have to honor the process when we're going through any transformation, we're going to be going through a stage of unconscious competence where we will learn the lesson. We will acknowledge the trigger after the fact that we've already had our, our, our n- more familiar trigger so for example we'll have the familiar trigger of like butt hits the seat and suddenly it's like oh crap fine I'll get to work Whereas instead, you'll go through the learning stage if you have a positive trigger set up maybe on your computer or something like maybe you have, I am a warrior for possibility. You are like, that is not beholden to me. I give that to you with full permission that should that inspire you, you can have that as well um, as one of your computer triggers or one of your stickers. But that automatically allows for you to go into that conscious competence where suddenly your butt hits a seat. You go through that unconscious competence phase where you're like, oh, You respond automatically in the way that you've been programming yourself for so many years. And then you go, the the trigger, the anchor, the sticker reminds you of that conscious competence, of that thing that you needed to remind yourself of. And suddenly it's like, oh, okay. And you have a full state shift. You have a full consciousness shift because you have these triggers around you. It's up to you to put up positive, positive, conscious triggers around your home around your workspace especially which for most people right now it's both your home is your workspace and to make sure that you have those positive triggers so that you remind yourself of why you're doing it who you're doing it for what it is that you are working on accomplishing or how you need to to get something done like i have um on my computer screen, my desktop, um, when it goes into screensaver mode, it has intention. The two words: intention and inevitability. Intention is the reminder of how I need to do things, how I need to go into doing um, this podcast episode, how I need to go into doing, you know, building an email funnel or into a coaching session and inevitability is a reminder that my success is inevitable like the the success the wealth the abundance the the continued growth the the all the things that i want they're inevitable because of course they're happening cuz that's what i'm choosing to focus on so it's up to you to decide what are the anchors, the triggers, the stickers, the desktop screen savers, the little places that you can put reminders of what it is that you're working toward, who it is that you're doing it for, why you're doing what you're doing. Like, that's why I have, I am a warrior for possibility. That is why I'm doing what I'm doing. It's, it's to transform people's stories to one of possibility, to one of, of, transformation of, of change. And that allows me to, to see that why constantly in front of me, along with the sticker of my son, which is right there in front of me on the, like, it's like right to the left hand, uh, uh, the, the, it's right to the right of my, uh, mouse pad. And It reminds me who I'm doing it for. I'm doing it for my coach's daughter. I'm doing it for my son. I'm doing it for, why? Because I'm a warrior for possibility. And what am I doing? I'm basically conquering fear because fear is boring. That's just the decision that I've chosen to make is that fear is boring and it's common and it's mediocre because everyone experiences it and it's a whatever emotion for me now. So, the, but those are the reminders that I have, and it's necessary for you to decide what are the reminders that you could have. So maybe you have um, a tattoo. I mean, it can be as it can be a tattoo. It doesn't have to be a sticker. I mean, I have I have a tattoo on my wrist that is my anchor for and has been literally. I got it when I was twenty years old. And it has been my northern star where every time I've been in a relationship that's been out of alignment, I cannot look at my wrist. I literally cannot look at my wrist. I have a bracelet that I wear every single day um, that's from Tiffany's that my husband got engraved when on, on our first wedding anniversary with the words courage and faith on it. And I told him to get engraved those words like those words are very powerful for me. And that was that is another trigger that I put on every single day to remind myself to have courage and have faith. And I just got this amazing earrings from Valencia Key and Leah Valencia Key, who is came on my podcast um, that say sparkle and believe on them. I didn't even know they said sparkle and believe. I just was buying the earrings to support a friend when she got on QVC. And then now and then when I got them, I was like, girl. Those are two of my favorite words. And so I have, I now wear those. Those are the earrings that I wear every single day. And I have my other two anchors that I wear. One is my handcuff necklace, which everybody does ask me about, um, and they, with a little wink and a thing. But for me, I bought that handcuff necklace when I freed myself from bulimia. And it's a really beautiful necklace. I think it's by Ron Herman. I think Um, I got it at Fred Fred Siegel way back when I was like uh, when I was like 20 years old and I bought it because it has handcuffs but on the chain it has a key and I always say that courage is the key I, and it's no surprise to me that I bought Leah's earrings and I see that they have little keys on them as well, like little hidden keys. It's part of her logo. And I have another necklace. I used to wear this necklace that had, um, it was from Tiffany's that had a horseshoe in it. Um, and it was it was one of the horseshoe necklaces. And I wore that for forever. I wore that on my wedding day. I wore that the day I met Spike. Um, and it was just that my cup runneth over with luck. Um, I no longer believe in luck so I'm changing the meaning of it but since as the meaning has shifted I shifted into wearing an evil eye um necklace to remind me to always see that this and it's like the evil eye doesn't mean the evil eye for me the evil eye means like the sight of perception Uh, And for me, that's an anchor to remind me that it is not in what I see, it is in the story that I'm telling myself around what I see. And to remind myself of if I'm not liking what I'm seeing, whether it's results or um, whatever results that I'm not liking seeing, I can change that by changing the story around why I don't have what it is that I want to have. Because the only thing holding you back from why you don't have what you want to have is a story around why you don't have it. And so I have my eye necklace to remind myself that if I change my story of how I see things, then I can automatically change the meaning that I'm giving it and I can, ch- and I can get the results that I desire. So those are all the anchors that I have. They're not just stickers. I have pieces of jewelry that that, like I just went through that are my anchors as well. I have my tattoo that's my my anchor as well. But these are all triggers to remind you of who the F you are. Remind yourself of who you are consciously working on becoming because we do have a default negativity bias. Like our brains are wired to survive. It is up to us to consciously program them to thrive with setting up, Positive anchors, positive triggers around our workspace, on our body, what we wear that remind us of who we are becoming and who we are, and the results that we're working toward. So if you love this episode, I would love to know what your anchors are. Shoot me a DM over at Kimberly.Spencer or at Crown Yourself Now on Instagram or send my team an email at info at crownyourself.com with the subject line anchors or triggers. And I will totally personally read that email because I love hearing your stories about the anchors and triggers that you have in your life and how you are creating conscious, positive anchors and triggers that remind you of who you are becoming of what you are choosing into on a daily basis and I look forward to seeing your screenshots of this episode take a screenshot of it post it in your Insta stories I look forward to reposting it and celebrating um, this episode with you and thank you so much for listening as always own your throne mind your business because your reign is now till next time
0: I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.